Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. He's in a new relationship with his AC. Damn right. You know, <laughs> hey, listen, bro. I'm not going to put it past him. He'll stroke the shit out of that AC. <laughs> I mean, usually people like a nice warm place to put it into. But, you know, Crispy, when you're out there, you know, in 120 degree weather, sometimes you got to cool off. you <laughs> <laughs> lay pipe on that motherfucking that AC. I'll tell you that much. Oh, who's the Facebook user talking shit about D Hop? Hop over to YouTube with us, or at least throw your name in there so we can shout you out uh, uh, by name. I, I like I like it when people shit on things. What is he? How's he shitting on them? Nah, well, let me just shout out everyone. We'll get into that. We got three pieces of key news that I think people want to uh, gotta hear about, and we'll even give it to Bogey. We want to hear some good or some bad news first. What up, Johnny? Uh, what up, me? Hit me with the bad news first, Doc. <laughs> the bad news, it's all about these running backs, man. Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, neither of them got a deal. And, he, like, Jacobs, he said if he didn't get a deal by Saturday, he's out. He's like, I'm not coming to training camp, nothing. But he still let it go all the way till the Monday deadline before. He was like, yep, don't expect to see me at training camp. Same with Barkley. I mean, Justin, I've seen Josh Jacobs live before. Remember, he was like, I'm going to play y'all. Then he did it. You know what I mean? He's like, you better give me a deal Saturday. Yeah. Okay, you have till Monday. Okay, here we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so not looking good. I mean, it's a little bit different than the Nick Bosa, you know, situation. Because Nick Bosa's not franchise tagged. He's playing out, you know, the final year of his contract. He said he's going to training camp and he's going to do a hold in is what they call it, where you go to training camp 
but you don't dress, you don't do no drills, but you're like actually there. Um, Tony Pasta didn't, you know, get a long-term deal either. I mean, he signed his franchise tag a while ago, though. He signed okay. it the day they issued it. Yeah, because he did. He wasn't messing around. He was like, "Mama, don't go look for anybody else. <laughs> don't go look for anybody else, please." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, just in case you guys do, though, I'm gonna sign this now. And uh, and yeah, the the news that I just got, like literally right before um, the live came on, is that a deal. The Zeke is very, very, very unlikely, and it doesn't even matter like the money at this point. Listen, you know they they they're, they're true with him. We had enough. Forget about it. We're true with you. Yeah, Zeke can't be in that offense and not think that he's the main guy. Like I mean, just you know, mentality wise, he's been that guy for what five years over there, four years, however long he's been going on the sixth year now. He got a new tattoo. It says leftovers. What up, Peacock? Hell yeah. He said easy made to miss training camp and not get fined. Yeah, just show up and say you're not going to do any of the work because that's what the rule states. It doesn't state that you have to come to camp and do every single drill or you're going to get fined. You just have to show up. And to I'll not show get up. I'll be right next to the tra- I'll be right next to the trainers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, good hustle, guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's get, pep, let's get some pep in come the on, step. Come on, some pep in that step. Come on, pick it. Come on, that's not a block. I would have blew you up right there. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> like, that, that's the bad news regarding anyone who's banking on Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley. This is just something we're going to have to monitor all throughout training camp. Training camp's like literally about to start for like the guys who are playing in the, um, the what's it called? The, uh, the whole game game. Everyone else is reporting like next week. So all this is going down like right now. Now the good news. <laughs> it's funny, Dennis. He says, "What's the mix of news? Is it Chase Brown season?" <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was like, it's funny because in the last couple of days, I've traded for him here and there too. Where it's like, just in case it goes one way or the other, you know what I mean? Yep. And so everything is all good with our man Sergio Mixalot. He restructured his contract, and yeah, he's going to be making less money, but he got some of it in the cash over cap, and. They're happy now. And so, yeah, Chase for all the Chase Brown truthers, not saying he's not going to get in there, but I think too much of the rookie hype, like Joe Mixon, is not going to play this entire year. They really are going to cut him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to uh, revert back to what I've been saying about Chase Brown is that Joe Mixon's probably going to be the guy this year, but when there's no Samaji P. Ryan, at minimum, there's a, there's a pass-catching role that they yeah. were using him in. And I think Chase Brown will eventually be that guy, yeah. fringe flex worthy. And if anything was to happen to Joe Mixon, this guy's to the moon because he's in one of the better offenses. Now, like for someone like Joe Mixon, who was like on a per game basis, I think he was like top 10 or I think he might even been sixth overall as far as touches. But like shitty, shitty efficiency. Yeah. You know what I mean? They do change shitty. the game this year, though, with that. Yeah. He's with one and, like positions. And when you look at somebody who gets that amount of work, we're drafting them outside of the, you know, the, the, the first two rounds for sure in a single QB. You know what I mean? Like, I know I, I got to speak to the masses here. We're in redraft season. You know, a lot of y'all playing single QB. Joe Mix is going to be a value. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because he's not going to go in the first round. He's probably not going to go in the second round, even in these single QBs. No, especially if we're living in a day and age where now in single QBs. Unless it's really these motherfuckers who don't pay attention to anything in the offseason and they're acting like none of that drama, you know, ever happened. So then they're drafting him at the ceiling. But, yeah, yeah, hopefully it's not – hopefully it's not that way. I mean, Hopefully he's not on the fantasy footballers, my guys. Like, I'm just crossing my fingers until they release this show. Like, do not put anyone on there that we actually like, please. <laughs> you remember, uh, you know what we, What I prepared to see? <clears throat> you remember in 2019, uh, it was Zach, t- no, in, um, in 2018, they had drafted, uh, who was it? I forget. Oh, no, they brought in somebody. What are you talking about? This uh, this is Zach Taylor, okay. uh, uh, head coach. He was over there, uh, head coach of the Bengals. He was over there with the Rams. They, they never tried to not feed one guy. You know what I mean? And it's so, I, I really feel like they don't value their running backs over there. We've never seen them, yeah. like, pick a high running back. Like, they're always getting mink shift guys. No, and, and Joe Mixon is there same way Todd Gurley was there. there it was yeah. the former regime. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so they're making do, right? But, like, just like when Todd Gurley, you know, when Sean McVay and them that were done with Todd Gurley, the contract was still there. They just said, fuck it, we'll, we'll take the L. <coughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that I thought that, that was also the intrigue for a Chase Brown is that you had that same ideology in the building. Like, okay, you might be able to just get rid of a Joe Mixon. We got this kid, Chase Brown. You know what I mean? We kind of devalued the running back position as, as a whole these days. You know what I mean? And, that, and it's because of the way the uh, these teams do. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, and Axel said, who's the backup to Mixon? I mean, it's officially Chase Brown, but I feel like if, if Mixon did go down, it's going to be a mix of him and the dude Williams. Because, I mean, they really like him. Like, I don't think he's like a breakout candidate or anything, but he's going to – he he is going to get some kind of – I mean, Trent, Trent Williams, he was – I think he was drafted to them in 2018, 19. Yeah. He's no spring chicken. Like, this is like his fifth no, year. He's been, he's been around for a minute, and, like, he just has – they really year. like him, though. That's the only reason why I say yeah, they he keep keeping him around. But I, but I could also argue because they devalue that position in, in, in its entirety because they kept like they kept on Chris Evans for the longest like that was another guy they right. drafted like everyone they've been bringing like, who in. was who did who did they have last year who was the the pass catching guy Maji like, P Ryan okay who was it before that they always have it, like it, it was P Ryan it was P Ryan also because they brought in P Ryan they brought him in in 2019 and he's been with them since I think it was since 2019 and uh. Yeah, 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 since 2019. Because I, I guess you already said it, Chris, Chris Evans. I mean, that was the other guy that I was thinking of. Yeah, that was the other guy. And he was more of a return guy in special teams and whatnot. But, like, yeah. yeah but those – and those guys were all – all those guys. Gio, there they you go. All, Peacock, that's what I was thinking of. Geo, great example. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I'm yeah. there forever. Fuck, yeah. I mean, James White – like, G, before James White, there was Geo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, before before Geo and James White, there was the Danny Woodhead. You know what I mean? Like – these Bert. guys, they 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 stand the test of time. The Theo Riddick, yeah. Remember, good old Theodore Riddick. Yeah, he was the only one who I kind of did like, you know. Otherwise, yeah, <laughs> okay, who was the other guy from Washington? Hey, what up, Titans? What up, Titans? Who's the other guy uh, from what? From from oh. from Washington, uh, Chris Thompson. Uh, then, what what year are you talking? This is the same years as like where they had like P Ryan or like you know just and he was just there since like. He was there for a minute, going all the way up to like maybe 2018. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, he, but he, I think he had a big year 2017. Chris Thompson, Tom, Chris Thomas, 
Chris Thompson, one of them. But like, you know, the, the scat back extraordinaires, you know what I mean? Like yeah. these motherfuckers that like they would do nothing for you. But yeah, if they're Chris, yeah, but, Chris Thompson, you're right. Yeah, they would do nothing, but you get to that fourth quarter or the end of every half, I should say, and they go and hurry up. The motherfucker gets you like, get like five receptions and one drive. Right. <laughs> I love, love those guys. We love it. Like, we, we hate it, you know, if we have the guy who's like the bruiser back, but that's why that's and why it's, we love PPR. PPR. Yeah, <laughs> PPR. This is like a flex streaming guy. I love those catbacks. James White was the first one that made me feel like, wow, I could really start as this type of guy all the time. Yeah. Because he was, like, getting, like, his six to eight carries, maybe eight to 12 carries, but then he was getting, like, you know, six, seven targets, and they were all high-percentage targets. So he's going to go seven for seven. Wow. You know, or seven, he'll go, like, seven for 60, and, and then, like, you know, another 40 on the ground and maybe the tug, receiving tug. Where like, Remember, he had a nice little stretch there Fucking to end up. his career. You know what I mean? Like the, the last two years with Brady was crazy for James White. Fucking Tino. He said spring chicken tastes the best. <laughs> I mean, shit. Because that means it's a little, well, the spring chicken is when they're super young, right? They're still young and tender. Little cutlets. <laughs> right, what up, Jamie? He said, I noticed I got the last picks in both drafts yesterday. Like I'm running with Rex Burkett and Benny Snow. In the derbies, bro. I didn't know what was happening with your guys in the, uh, yesterday on those. Drafts. And I love, I love Rexy. That's another one of those guys. Like he, he came from. Okay, how about this? Gio behind Gio was Rex Burkhead, Gio Bernard, right? Yeah. What up, and Dave? then you know, but but see, but and they they drafted they they brought in but they drafted Burkhead to eventually take over for Bernard, but Bernard just never would go away. And then so when they released Burkhead. Fucking New England picks them up, and I'm like, hell yeah, this kid's gonna be a guy. Watch, you know what I mean? Like, for sure, just because of the, he was gonna be the role if there was, and then like he was dope because if anything happened to like the early down back, like I made at the time it was like Mike Gillisley. So it's like, you know, what I mean, here comes Burkhead, he could play that role. Then if anything happened to like Whitehead's, like, cool, Burkhead don't play that role, you know what I mean? Like, he was, you know, they had like a yeah, like a, Shane Vereen was nice too, hell yeah. I mean, come on, Shane Vereen, fucking. Uh, and real, Shane quick, you guys, real quick, if you guys didn't see the raffle that we're doing, because I see a bunch of people just hopped on. Being a 420 Crew member on Patreon, which are going to 420crew.org. Also, becoming a member on YouTube gets you entries. We got three jerseys. There's going to be two winners. Raffle's going down a month from now. We got Lawrence Taylor, the IDP King. There's one of them. We what? Got Future Hall of Famer, Justin Jefferson. There's another one, all signed, and who I think is the GOAT. We got Montana's Notre Dame colorway throwback, all signed. These are all from Pristine. They all got the certificates of authenticity. And, and super chat. There's an authentic chicken noodle soup stain on that Notre Dame jersey, bro. Hell yeah. So leave leave your super chats. Whoever gives the biggest super chat of the show gets extra entries. And if you leave the biggest super chat of the month, you're getting extra entries as well. And so far, the leading super chatter is uh, Dennis with his $20 super chat on yesterday's show to get his name to the top of the list because he wants that JJ. 
And Jamie said, LT, remember that wrestling match? I mean, wasn't that at like WrestleMania one or three or like something? No, like- it was, it was, this was already in the early 90s, but it was a, I think he had a storyline against Tatanka. It was like, oh no, I think it was him and Tatanka versus somebody in Bam Bam Bigelow. I forget, but he had a couple, he had a couple little, uh, a little feuds over there. Yeah, so uh, 95 Royal Rumble. Okay. So wouldn't he that was the mid nineties? Okay. Yeah, that's ninety five. Yeah. So well who the hell was the uh who was the person who was like in WrestleMania one or three who was like an athlete? Um wasn't it Zeus? Oh no 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 one's Zeus. That was from that was a no holds barred. Fucking uh <laughs> what's his name? Yeah, Debo, the real Debo. Oh, it was Mr. T, that's who it was. Oh, okay, yeah, because because you're going all the way back to if it's one, when, when was uh, when was WrestleMania one seventy eight, eighty five, eighty five? Really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, I guess you're right because yeah, WrestleMania ten was nineteen ninety three. Uh, uh, nineteen ninety three was WrestleMania X. Yeah. 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 So that I mean, yeah, I got him confused, but yeah, Mister T, I pity the fool. Yeah, Jamie said Mister T for sure, for sure. Yeah, Devo with the ten dollars super chat taking the lead on today's show. There we Got go. Him. Let me get it marked down. All right, I bet it a fool. <laughs> All right, let's see. And Devo, you the man. We're about to smoke up another bowl. All right, so we got through some of the bad. And some of the good news. Let's see. Let's get to some other stuff here. What do we got? Oh, well, I guess we didn't even talk about D-Hop yet. So two years, 26 mil could be up to 32 mil with incentives. And um, whoever was on Facebook, he was like, man, I hope DeAndre Hopkins sucks over there in Tennessee. And, like, I'm seeing so many posts. Like, if, if Hopkins really wants a ring, why is he going to Tennessee? Rings aren't guaranteed, and I don't think, like, the Chiefs are the only team that he could go to, like, if he actually, like, wants a ring. Tennessee in that wide-open division. And here's the thing. We're only one season removed from Tennessee being their number one seed in all of football without Derrick Henry for, like, a nine-game stretch. Yeah. Or eight-game stretch. Only half the season. Dino said D-Hop is trash. I mean, I've been saying that no, for a while. come on. He's, uh, that he's been a little bit overhyped based on the, the, the type of work that he did after the first handful of games with the Cardinals because he's been hurt. But, man, look at this. Like, who do they have over there who's going to be competing, like, for the number one, you know, type of, like, target market share? Like, I mean, it's not going to be Trey Burks. He's going to get it all yeah. It really makes me like a Ryan Tannehill, too, in the sense they're like, now he, he definitely enters, like, my third QB in a super super flex redraft conversation, right? Like, I, I now I'm, I don't mind having him as a third option, a guy, like, who, I, uh, uh, who has everything to play for because he's not guaranteed to be with them this following year. And, like, even if they do want to retain him, he has to really show off, show yeah. his ass off this year. They got him a weapon. Here's my concerns is that if everyone, if the public is right about Tennessee not being a good team again, and that we're going to get to one point in the year where they're just like, okay, 
uh, Will Levis get in there, and then I really don't like. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, really don't I, like anyone. If they bring in Will Levis, that means they're not about to be going to the playoffs unless Ryan Tannehill just like no nope. whatever. Be like, I don't. It's yeah, like unless they're winning, unless they're they're winning in spite of Tannehill, right? And then like, then they finally lose one. They're like, okay, Tanny, yeah, you're done. You're done. Look at Will. That's not gonna happen, though, right? We're gonna no. see Will Levis if it's going all bad, and if it's going all bad, because we've seen Tannehill be a game manager before. Like he managed them all the way to that number one seed, you know, and it wasn't really based on his skills necessarily. Just managing. No, the they game. were winning games, lower scoring. They were getting defensive turnovers. <laughs> Those turnovers. And Tito, you know, I'm confused about this. You said that D Hop's trash, but then you said if you want to know how good D Hop will do in Tennessee, look up how good AJ Brown did in Tennessee. But AJ Brown did great in Tennessee. He was just inefficient, guy. You, you know what? I, I think I think this is why I, I I can make a case for what he's saying is that when D Hop being good, he required like a 30% target market share. But that team was was throwing you know a significant amount of times more than Tennessee was on average. Remember Tennessee when we looked them up, they're one of those teams ran a ton of plays, right? But it was like more they're more on the running side those past couple of years. You really when yeah. you go to the passing, it went down to the 2019, but even it was more the efficiency, right? So it's like and D Hop, I think the efficiency I think AJ Brown has the efficiency of a young D Hop. Because D Hop looked at it one time for me. How many career drops does D Hop have? And the relations to, if, if, you know what I mean? Because then we could even put that in relation to how many targets he's had. And in, in, in over history, like he's just like can't he has the force. I call him Nuke Skywalker, man. Like he just got the force, man. So, yeah. but, I, but I'm also tempering my expectations on him. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna think he's. We also that. can't like. I mean, okay, AJ Brown. Like we got to remember, he's a fourth year wide receiver going into Philadelphia. Like we can't like say like, oh, he's way better in his fourth year compared to his first year, and make that like a valid argument necessarily. Because he I did mean, amazing. He only started 11 games as a rookie and cracks 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. And only 50. He only had 11 touchdowns in, uh, in Philly. Like, and I mean, only 51 receptions yeah, that 50. year. That year you're talking about he got the first out while? 50, 52, but yeah, for sure. 50. Like, I mean, not even 1,000 yards on 50 receptions. You know, like, I mean, for sure, like that, that's hell of efficient. And starting not even like two thirds of the games of the season. I also worry about the offensive line a little bit in Tennessee, like and and, and how they're gonna in, in relation to how they'll use Nuke. And will he just and be he a guy? And he said outside. And he said compare it to the third year. I mean, if we, yeah, he only he only started thirteen games and he was hurt for a shitload of those. So like, I mean, yeah, we just have, I'm not saying injuries don't matter. But we just we gotta like not act like they didn't happen though because like of course that's gonna make anyone's stats go down if you're playing hurt. Um, and then I and then I really don't know. Um, here's another thing. You ready for this? This is really yeah. cool. Look, when is Nuke's career year in Houston? I think he had like sixteen hundred yards. Fifteen, two thousand fifteen. That 2015, was the year. Was that the year? Yeah, fifteen twenty one. On 111 receptions. So, so the offensive court, the offensive coordinator now. I guess he did a tiny bit better in 2018, but it's like legit splitting hairs. Okay, so one of those years. I mean, I don't know which one it is, but the offensive coordinator now for Tennessee was in the. He was part of the staff in one of those years. So Who's there, the offensive coordinator? And I'll look it up. Um, I, I'm. I, uh, 
You might I'll, need to look I'll, that up. I'll just look that up too. <laughs> yeah, for Tennessee. Because then I was reading, remember yesterday when, when we were saying this on the show, I was like, there's got to be a, some correlation here. Tim yeah, Kelly. Not just, not just the money. And then I found it. I was like, oh, okay. There was a for, this guy was a former, you know what I mean? He was in the building with one of those years that he had like 1,600. Yeah, not one of them. He was there a shitload of years with him. He was there all those years with him. And, yeah, because he was there. I mean, maybe not when he was a rookie, but it looks like, yeah, he was coaching in Tennessee at some level from 14 to 21. So he started off as offensive quality control. <laughs> you bring in D-Hop. I mean, yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, this is in, in Houston, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And okay. That, so look at now he's quality control. Hey, we need this guy. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes from being offensive quality control, assistant offensive line coach. Then he's the tight ends coach. Then he jumps into the OC and then he's OC and quarterbacks coach. And then he uh, only does OC. Yeah, and then the baddest motherfuckers I ain't never heard of, huh? Last year he was the passing game coordinator for the Titans. And then now he's officially the, the OC. OC. And then first order of business is let's go get my guy D Hop. Yeah. Does that change it? Does that change your opinion on anything at all? It kind of does for me. Not really. But uh, I mean, I didn't think that he was gonna be shit, but I also don't think he's gonna be like a top 12 guy either. Me neither. But I think I think um I think like uh, but what was I saying yesterday anywhere from eight? I think he's good for like 18 and and you know, I think there's like 18 guys that'll finish higher than him. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But yeah, he should be a solid wide receiver too, though. Right? There's just and no competition over there. And like what, what was his career that? drops when you looked it up? Oh, I didn't even look it up. Let's see. Oh, okay. Cause like, you know, that I, I always like to highlight that because it's like, man, like if he's gonna get lower volume of targets, at least I at least I, I feel good that I can bank on him down there catching every one of them. If they're not I mean, in 2018, season. he went the entire season without dropping one ball. Fuck. And that was the year that he killed it. Like that's like his best like year. And now he's back with that guy. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah. Like I don't even know. It, it doesn't even show how many he has. But if you go an entire season and it's like the best season that you've ever put together stats wise, and you didn't have one drop, I'm just gonna correlate that to the rest of your career and say probably doesn't what, have. What's your OC's name? What's that Tim Kelly? Name? Tim Kelly. Tim Kelly. There you go. That's right. It's chips. Chip Kelly's evil twin cousin. And it's Jim Kelly's like nephew or something. Like, oh, word. <laughs> He's his nephew. He worked, that's why he worked with it's the funny Because I know you're Johnson now. At first, I bought it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's why he worked How with the quarterbacks. That's why he worked with the quarterbacks. Because he's like, yeah, Jim Kelly's my uncle. I taught him everything he knows. He's like, you know, you ever heard of Kelly? Jim Kelly. Oh, hey, what up, Minnesota Marty in the house? He said, What time is the Fast and the Furious draft? It's gonna kick off around five o'clock West Coast time. I need to get some pictures. <laughs> That's funny. Marty said, Chip Kelly's evil twin cousin, bogey. <laughs> 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 oh man, all right, let's see what else we got here. Um, Bijan, they're, they're throwing up his, uh, his total, so almost. 14 mil a year. <laughs> Just this season. I mean, obviously, that's a bunch of the signing bonus and shit like that, you know, that's going in. But paper, paper. 
And uh, what is cool about Bijan, I mean, I probably won't have him so much because everyone's, like, hyping him up like hella crazy. But he does seem like, I mean, at least listen to him on the Tyreek Hill, like, podcast and shit. He seems hella, hella humble, you know, compared to a lot of people who might be in his situation. So, you know, it's crazy. Especially when Tyreek was, like, trying to bring the hood out of him, you know, like, <laughs> he wouldn't let yeah, him. Like, okay, look at this. Like, you talk to someone like a Bijan, I mean, uh, someone like um, – uh, 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 Najee, right? Najee's from the Bay, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And Najee, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's real, but he's real humble, you know what I mean? Like, he, he, you know what I'm saying? Then you talk to, like, Maurice Jones, Drew's from the same place, and, like, you know, he was real humble, but then once he, once he, once he knew that people know he's one of the baddest motherfuckers, he started throwing his, you know, throwing his shit around, you feel me? He started talking yeah. his shit, you know what I mean? And then you get Joe Mixon from the same place as well. He's just waving guns and choking bras and doing all kind of crazy shit. But he's getting a bag. You know what I mean? Like, then there's Jonathan Taylor, right? He's not from the Bay. Another guy just hard-nosed. And when he talks, very intelligent, very soft voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Then there's Marshawn, another guy from the Bay. Like, just like, <laughs> I mean, what is there to say? You know what I mean? When like, keeping it real goes wrong. I mean, that's what there is to say sometimes. It's like the running back is so uh, – it, 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 it's crazy. There's there's a broader spectrum as far as the personality wise. When then and then when you get to like the ones who like receivers, like yo, like you almost have to have it in you to have that diva. I'm so swagged out. Like when I step on the field, I'm clearly the number one guy. Like you, you I was even gonna say that. Is it? Is it? I mean, it's not just the diva wide receiver. I feel like wide receivers and running backs. You gotta have that chip on your shoulder, man. Cause you're about to get fucked up. Like if you don't think that you're the best out there. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah. I mean, especially for running backs, right? Like, that's why it trips me out when you when there's like the smaller guys, like like a Darren Sproles, like he's just hella quiet, just get the job done. You know what I mean? Like, like hello fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Slick slipping tackles from the 250 pound monsters. But then he'll like right. move a pile though for another couple of yards. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like hey, miles and miles of heart. That's that's what it's all about, right? You know, like you watch the combine and there'd be a motherfucker they're like, oh my god, 255 pounds, yeah. fucking fucking 35 reps, like you know what I mean? Like whatever CMC did. But then when you see him push a pile, you're like, oh wow, okay, translated. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. he's smaller, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't get hurt. Come on. No way CMC threw down. I'm just <laughs> CMC's the man. No way he threw down 30 reps of <laughs> that 250. Look him up. I think he did 235. Let's see. And he did a gang of reps. Like, okay. he, it was, like, incredible. So he did 10 reps of 225. Okay. But, but this is while he only weighed 202 pounds. <laughs> yeah, because he's about 225 now with muscle and all that, right? I mean, he's because he, he's been beefing every offseason. Yeah, and he's about he's like he's like he's like he might he might be like, a, like a cutting hair under 220. See, that's a lot more impressive than a 300 pound guy. I mean, you know, I mean, those are the guys who are throwing down 20, 30. You know, it's usually the offensive or defensive lineman. It's huge ass 350. You know, pound yeah. motherfuckers are throwing it up like it's nothing. That's pretty impressive, though. CMC it is was, right? less than the weight that he's lifting. <laughs> Still throwing it tough. If, you, if you watch the video at one point, too, he lifts one leg off the ground. Ah, <laughs> the last one. Oh, shit. He got for foul points. I mean, you don't even, he's not even using his legs probably at that point. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he can't even reach the thing. 
All upwards. Legs don't even reach the ground. That's hella impressive, though. That that's super impressive, though. I remember it being a really big, like it was that, a really big deal. Guys like that aren't even doing the bench press. Though. A lot of these wide receivers they're not even trying to throw but, up. But I remember he he did all the drills: running back, receiver, and then he, you know what I mean. That was like because his, his dad told him, "Don't be a bitch." Like you bred. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's hella funny is like uh, he did tell a story when they like when they would play like um, like when they would play football and they you know he would guard his son and he would have you know the, their uncle or whatever throwing the ball. You know, you know, the uncle just happened to be, you know, Uncle Elway. You know what I mean? Uncle John. Yeah. Yeah. And he would just swat that shit down. Ah! Ah! Get that shit out of here. You know what I mean? Just all day. You got to you got to work for it. Got to work for it. And Peacock, he said, all time uh, leading Titans. Um, Titans passing. Warren Not Moon. today, Georgia. The rushing is uh, Eddie George receiving Ernest Givens. Well, you know what's crazy is like Mike Vrabel still has the receipt. Like right now, out of like all the active players and everything on who are playing on the Titans right now. Well, before DeAndre Hopkins, he has the most touchdowns. He has the most touchdown pa- receiving touchdowns for the Titans. He didn't even play receiver. For those who don't know, he was a fucking linebacker, and he has ten career receptions, and that's more than anyone else has. With the Tennessee Titans, ten career uh, touchdown receptions, <laughs> and like, but now I mean, I get now nuke there that changes it. But like, yeah, man, yeah. And I bet you Vrabel, that was part of his shit, right? You know, he would like chop foods in the neck, like like yeah. I imagine. He's just walking down the line, chopping your neck. Yeah. I got more touchdowns than you. I got more touchdowns than you. More touchdowns than you. Everybody get in line. And Peacock said those are all you. That's what's funny. I mean, when did the Titans, you know, go to? You know, when did when did they change the name? Like, was it like 95, 96? Like, it went from being the Oilers, then they weren't a team for a minute, right? Then came back as Tennessee in 99 or 98. They came because, um, because they that, that simultaneously when they brought Tennessee back, I think they got rid of Cleveland, they got rid of Cleveland, and then Cleveland had to eventually make their return as the Browns. You know what I'm saying? Because Cleveland, they shut down and morphed into the new franchise. Fucking, uh, it was it was the Tennessee Oilers for a couple years until they changed the name officially. Yeah, and then Cleveland, they that all that most of that coaching regime got poached minus Belichick, and then fucking goddamn, uh, they started the Ravens. And uh, it's way better for you, anyways, Peacock, right? Wouldn't want to be associated with the Oilers anymore. Texans have seen to, uh, I mean, you know, minus a couple star players that they had back in the day. Of course, Eddie George and Warren Moon, like those guys are studs. But I don't know. Texans seem like they could do something. Oilers. Just I seem mean, like, shit, bro. You got. I mean, what? you have legends, legends like Andre Johnson, JJ yeah. Watt, and dare I say, Deshaun Watson. Hit the drop. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. He's a motorboat and booby motherfucker. But no one better mention Arian Foster's ass. See, he's an actor. He can't act for shit. <laughs> Your dad's Terry Crews. You still can't. You still can't act. <laughs> 
That was funny. Because <laughs> I thought it was a great scene when they were crying. <laughs> I was like, there you go. Some remnants of acting. Tino said Kirk Cousins flag football coach was Mike Singletary. And uh and his what and his cousins also and his cousin also won linebacker of the year. Is that what? What happened there? Who's this? Tino said that uh that Kirk Cousins flag football coach was Mike Singletary. And then it said Cousins also wanted to be linebacker of the year. Wow, that's crazy because like you know, Mike. It's funny because Mike Singletary, he's kind of the one that put the, that Niners defense like together, or like 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 not together. He's the one that checked Vern Davis, right? Yeah. And then and then kind of like you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here it goes. Yeah, I play. I win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. <laughs> you I know what and, I want to win. and this was when uh, they kicked him out kicked him out of the game at like halftime right or before halftime. yeah and then you know they you know another losing season we get we we chuck mike singletary and bring in john uh jim harbaugh and then the rest is history but the reason i bring this up is because then like you know singletary eventually goes on and coaches like in minnesota for a little while and then like apparently before all that, though, he was coaching flag football for good old Corky Kirk. Because <laughs> that had to have been in the 90s then. Because Singletary, when did he start playing? Late 80s? I mean, he played. Uh, I mean, he, he was, was part, of, bad, he was part of those bad news bears, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let me see. Dang, it's crazy. When you, type, when you type in Singletary, Devin Singletary is the first one to come up. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Mike Singletary shit. didn't even come up when I typed in Singletary into Google. I typed out his full name. Uh, he what? stopped playing 92 was his last year. And then he went straight into flag football. That's exactly what Wait, happened. He didn't, he didn't get into the NFL coaching until 03. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. With the Ravens. So that was a lot of years in there mm -hmm. where he could have been doing some off-the-grid football coaching. And, and you know why he started there, right? Because he had young Rex Ryan there, and, and his dad coached <laughs> His dad's the one that coached him. You know what I mean? Oh, Buddy Ryan. Funny. Tino said, I see you guys haven't watched the, the quarterback yet. Okay, because so that's where the story came from, apparently. I don't have Netflix, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, man. You know what? I, I see what Tino's doing. He's trying to quiz us. Yeah. And Peacock, he said he's known as Bobby Fino now. I don't call him by his fake-ass rap name and his shitty-ass raps. It's because I actually knew him from, like, high school. Like, we went to high school together. So I always <laughs> talk mad shit about him, too. Because uh, he hasn't responded to any DMs telling him to bring his uh, – and not in this way, but telling him to bring his bitch ass on the show. And, uh, <laughs> of course, I didn't word it that way. But um, <clears throat> always going to talk mad shit about him. And another reason why just – our community in general can talk mad shit about him is because he talks so much shit about the fantasy football like community. And like, he even says it now. He's like, I wish I hadn't, you know, I missed out <laughs> on a lot of big endorsements. Cause no, you know, guys like DraftKings, you know, they're not yeah. going to sign me to be, you know, any kind of spokesperson now. And, uh, 
Yeah, and I was in the fantasy football league with his brother and a group of his friends. He wasn't in it, but like you know, so he's talking shit and like you know people that he's close to. And does his brother look like him? As well, (laughs) what does his brother look like him? Uh, kind of, but I mean, we should bring his brother in and call him. Kind of looks like Arian Foster. (laughs) Give it up for our guest. Kind of looks like Arian Foster. Hey, brother, how you doing? That shit is funny. <laughs> no, but we would tell him that's what we're gonna do. He might be. What if he was with it? Hell yeah! What up, Infinite? He said one QB dynasty league. Would you trade P Ryan and a twenty twenty four first and twenty twenty four third round pick for Zay Flowers? No, no. Uh oh, hold on. I think my they said my daughter's bleeding. Let me go see. What no, I would not. Uh, I would not make that trade. I understand he's young, but a uh, lot, lot of question marks. A lot of question marks. Oh, Tino said Cousins won linebacker of the year on Singletary's team. That's tight. Infinite said I have Lamar, uh, Adams, Lockett, A.J. Brown already on the team. I mean, uh, no, I'm still not doing it, though. Yeah, still not doing that. What up, Zoo Crew said the Oilers jerseys were sick. Hell yeah. Peacock said I got the Warren Moon in that Columbia blue. That's hella dope. Let's see. And uh, (laughs) Tino said watching Mariota get fired was crazy. I can't believe (laughs) that he was one of the three people that they even brought on the show. Um, Yeah, I mean, I... I guess that's like making a movie about the Titanic, you know, like 80 years later, 70 years later. Like, you know how it's going to finish, but um, you still got to watch it. <laughs> you still got to watch it. <clears throat> and uh, what did he say? He thinks he can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's how Arian Foster got like some, uh, some, what's it called, some recognition or went viral. Yeah, he said that in hand-to-hand combat, any of us can beat a wolf. Like, I could beat a wolf in hand-to-hand combat. Come on, man. <laughs> That's like he heard that shit in Harold and Kumar. So funny. Do you guys remember that scene in Harold and Kumar where it's like, oh, yeah, like any of us, like we, either of us could take a wolf in hand to hand combat. Like he just watched Harold and Kumar got high. And uh, yeah. And then that ended up getting him a thing on Joe Rogan. And then Joe Rogan was like, man, why don't you do a podcast, bro? And then, but he lost all his sponsors for his podcast because his podcast was whack. And uh, yeah, and then then here we are. <laughs> and here we are. And uh, Johnny said, should I, uh, should I smoke some Bomb Cycle, Spanish Moon, or Tokyo Jam? All hybrids. I haven't tried it yet. Hmm. I mean, those all sound good. I, I want to, I almost want to go with the Tokyo Jam. Just sounds very interesting. I, Spanish Moon does sound very intriguing as well. Which one has the higher terpenes? Which one has higher limonene in it? If they give you the, if you're in a legal state and you got it from a dispensary and they have the terpenes, I'd go with the one that has more limonene in it. All right, let's see here. All right, man, I wanted Bogey to be here for a couple of these, but um, Jaguars Jamal Agnew. He said he believes that nobody in this league can guard Calvin Ridley. 
<laughs> and uh, he said that he believes that he is the best route runner in the entire NFL. We know that he's an amazing route runner. Um, you know, just a little bit too much stroking off, you know, going right there. I hope that this little tidbit isn't something that, you know, <clears throat> gets Calvin Ridley's ADP moving higher. It's already moving higher and higher like every day, it seems like. Um, let's see. Okay, Isaiah Pacheco. We see if you guys are, you know, drafting with us on Sleeper and we've been seeing Isaiah Pacheco. He's got the big Q next to his name because of his nose and his shoulder. And they said he could be a candidate to start training camp on the on the active pup. So where he can, <clears throat> I mean, he can still do certain drills and stuff, but he's not going to be involved in any of the contact, you know, drills, things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, either way. Um, you know, either way, he should be good um, as far as like when the season actually gets started. Let's just hope there's no kind of setbacks with the um, with the what's it called with the shoulder at all. And really, I mean, I guess the nose too. like can't have like a fucked up, like broken ass nose, you know, and be a running back and taking all these hits. So, yeah, let's hope. Uh, I just said that Isaiah Pacheco might be on the. <laughs> oh, yeah. What happened? He got a broken nose. <laughs> I think it's like a broken nose or something with his shoulder. They said. My bad. Hold on. Let me. She had like she has like a rash on her ankle. She should be tearing it up, scratching it. Yeah, that's tough. You know, so I had to hit it off with the ah, 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 and the alcohol thing. You know what I mean? She didn't like that too much. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Put yeah. The, put the medicine and the lotion. They bam. Put the socks on it. Over the pant leg. Boom. <laughs> Scratch it down, motherfucker. All right. So what do you think about Sam Darnold? He he explained the reason. Oh, what do I think about him? <laughs> the reason why he says that he went to the 49ers, even though he has to compete with two quarterbacks, is said he couldn't he he couldn't help but be intrigued by the weaponry. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, okay, let's let's go down the very, 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 very dark, dark rabbit hole of Sam Darnold. First, you got to go back to Sam Donald, man. He was born from a, a half-leg, uh, uh, inverted nipple, titty bitch mother, right? <laughs> so he never got properly best breastfed, you know what I mean? So he was always like a little crying little bitch, you know what I mean? So like going to the Jets, right? He would always look across the league and be like, man, look at all those cool weapons that I'll never have. Man, man do you remember the footage of when he got traded to Carolina, he was in the gym with his trainer working hella hard. Then they start filming him get the phone call. Yeah. And then he got the word he got traded. He was like, he was, he was elated. Cause he was like, man, I'm about to have CMC and DJ motherfucking more. God damn it. You know what I mean? And like when he got, you know. He gets hurt. He was actually doing good and then he gets hurt. Yeah. He was, he was the Terminator. Sam Donald Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? For five weeks, we had the graphic. This shit was funny. And he was like, he was the king of the What If series, because if all, all y'all have been rocking with the Playmakers for a while, oh no, you want to throw your juice, then you ain't going to have it, bro. Here you go. Now, uh, and if all those remember that we, we were doing the What If series, where you'd come up with the most preposterous shit and say, well, what if? And mine was, what if Sam Darnold is a top five guy? And this was after week one, and he kind of goes on for, for four more weeks till he gets hurt. Being a top five QB in fantasy, and it was just hilarious because it was all a joke because anything on what if is supposed to be cockamamie and long shot. You know what I mean? For sure. 
And Johnny said, Tokyo Jam for the win. Comes in first in all the categories. I like it. Yeah, the uh, not just about THC percentage. Got to if you're if you're in a spot where you're getting stuff from the dispensary, gotta check out the uh, the terpene levels on there. They all mean something, and they all affect your body in different ways. And uh, he said, and um, a delicious uh, some. I'm just assuming delicious smell with dark purple leaves and burnt orange hairs. All right, I like it. And oh, Antonio said you heard about uh, Darnold seeing the ghost at Kittle's house. Yeah, got of course we did. You got the hell out of there, man. <laughs> if I was Kittle, I'd be getting the hell out of there too. You got enough money where where you can sell your house and move. Fuck you know that. Sam Darnold, right? Sam Darnold, he played with Rojo. You know, do you know that in, in college? Okay. Nope. And uh, he brought Rojo was like, listen, bro. You got to do like Shady McCoy did. When you know you can't be the guy no more, just go somewhere where, like, you might just get a free ride. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because remember, Rojo won one just being on that team. Meanwhile, yeah. uh, uh, you know, he's in the backfield with, or in the, the, the running back room with Shady McCoy. And he's like, listen, man, I'm just on this mission right now. I'm just going to bounce around and get as many rings for free. Oh, there we go. Okay, Johnny said diesel-y. Okay, kind of ghastly. Okay, there we go. I was wondering what the hell that word was, but there it goes when you spell it uh, differently. You know what I love about the Durban poison? I remember, uh, I never knew this till Hess broke it down, but he was saying, like, there's that, there's one of the one of the components in there. It actually, like, suppresses your hunger. So yeah. it's like, here you are, you have this incredible brain function and motivation, basically, like, energy. And, you, and it's not, you don't have this come down where you're like hurting to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because my stomach will be hurting on like some of these, these hybrid uh, indicas. Or, uh, like, I'd be like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> and all that, all that comes from the terps. Like, that's what's crazy yeah. is like, you know, the, there's certain terpenes that suppress the appetite. And there's certain terpenes that heighten your appetite, you know. So I'm, like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> hey, there's something. There's something that makes me hangry, bro. My <laughs> hell longer in and out. <laughs> I'm fucking do it. All right, here was the one that I wanted to make sure that you were on for. Baker Mayfield says that he plans to retire with the Bucks, but also wants to sign uh, a long-term franchise deal with them as well before he retires. I mean, you know, it's a, it's just it, it's um for someone like Baker Mayfield, uh, who who I, I think the the greater public will say he doesn't deserve any shots he gets. You know what I mean? Like he kind of capitalized like uh, being the Browns guy in a shitty organization, but turning him around and and then like you know like being like you know and the, when you look at across the landscape, uh, 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 QBs like Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, all these guys are doing commercials. So is Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? Is he the killer? But he had more commercials than touchdowns thrown. That is exactly, and like you know, so it's like is his head in the game? You know, um, then you, then you go back to like they, they wanted to go back to him in college and how he was cocky and not is he not a team guy? All these things, and they trade him to to Carolina, and then all that shit happens. And like same thing, he's not a locker room guy. You know, he said DJ Moore said, "Hey, fuck him." You know, I don't like that motherfucker. Remember that shit? Yeah, yeah. That's why they brought Sam Darnold back to like start playing again. Yeah. Nobody wanted to fuck with him. Nobody wanted to fuck with him. And then so here he is getting another chance. You know what I'm saying? And like, cause like here's a team that just doesn't have Brady anymore. 
And man, it, it really takes something like we don't have Brady anymore that, okay, we'll take a chance on this kid right now and give him a shot. And like, and you know, that's just hella legit. <laughs> I mean, not right. him, but like everybody else. <laughs> this is probably the best offense he's going to be on in his career on paper. Like, right? I mean, the best. two wide receivers, I mean, just those two guys alone right there. Yeah, I'll say that. The best weapons. Because, you know what I mean? Like, when he was with the Browns, it was predicated on that run game. You know what I mean? Like, he had OBJ and Jarvis Landry, and he couldn't even, like, eclipse, like, 3,500 passing yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and both of them hated Baker. <laughs> they fucking hated him. And his dad, his dad, his dad, his dad uh, uh, Uncle OBJ hated him. He's like, uh, look, look, nephew, uh, why are you throwing the bars? He's all right, huh? And, and then OBJ's like, Dad, please don't put that video out. <laughs> My son is always look. Here's the video. Remember, you did the video. Hell yeah, Tino. He said the video breakdown of the film showing all these plays where OBJ's open and like Baker just he, he's dropping back, looking like looking, looking. He doesn't even see him when he would look his way. Tino said, "Terps give cannabis the flavor and smell. Every I mean, more than that, but yeah, I mean, essentially." And uh, he said, "Everything has Terps oranges has the most. I mean, when you smell any kind of citrusy." Style of weed that's all the terps. Mm. Ah, and uh, what up, uh, Texan Stevie? He said D Hop sucks ass now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He gave you some uh, of the best years of his life. <laughs> you know what's so crazy too is D Hop. Those first couple years with with Arizona, he was shredding up my Niners defense, bro. Every time he played us, man, even his first his debut game with the Cardinals, he he had like 19 receptions or some shit. It was fuck, or he might have like 19 <laughs> targets and like 11 receptions. But it was. And uh, who else we got here? Um, we're getting more hype and hype on King Cade, saying that um, people saying that King Cade was a popular target for Josh Allen during the offseason workouts. I mean, duh, you know. I, yeah, I mean, this is the team. That's the low hang. That's the low hanging fruit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I mean, how about this, bro? Um, Brandon Cooks. He gets traded to New England. That first camp. Oh my God, Brady. He can't. He has the only eyes for Brandon Cooks. He's like, of course, because Brady is the seasoned vet. He's like, welcome to the team. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's see what you got, kid. Like, we gotta build this this relationship really fucking fast. You know what I mean? He yeah. sees this kid, Dalton Kincaid. Josh Allen's like, all right, kid, Super Bowl or bust. Welcome to welcome to Buffalo Bills. You know what I mean? You're a first rounder. Yeah. Let's get you right and fucking acclimated. Hey, where were they saying a couple weeks ago in, in the rookie mini camp that he was fucking learning slow? They didn't know what they're gonna do with him. Now here's Josh Allen, like, all right, motherfucker, get in line. Let's see what you got for real. I'm yeah, I mean, I'm gonna pepper the fuck out of you. And you know what I mean? Oh, he was seen getting getting peppered in the red zone drills. Good. Because that's the only case people are going to have if you're going to have Dalton Kincaid. You better hope he gets a touchdown. You know what I mean? Yep. And I I can't believe we didn't even talk about Evan Ingram. <laughs> he totally had so he's much. Kind of, he's not really that important. I mean, you know, him actually getting his bag finally. Yeah, good for him. Three years, was it 41 mil, 24 of it's guaranteed. I mean, this shows me that the guy that they drafted, was it Ben Strange or whatever? He's probably not the dude. You know, um, like probably when not. You're strange. <laughs> and uh, Texan Stevie said, "Y'all think Zinc will sign or take a year off? If he takes a year off, like he's done. 
He's done. If you mean sign or retire? Yeah. And yeah, and like, I think like, I mean, but see, that's the thing though. Is he he don't really have to rush, bro. He could chill, wait for the team that doesn't take Dalvin <laughs> Cook, go over there. Like, look at the teams that are interested in Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Right? They're all like, oh my, Yana. She's going to your room. Watch her. Uh, well, oh, yeah. So, like, like he can like easily this. go there at a training camp after a training camp, you know, hamstring. Someone's going to look at him. Or, you know what? Like, I mean, he's going to have to be like Denzel Washington in Hollywood before Denzel was Denzel. So, what he told his agent, he was like, I want to get auditions and try out for every role that Harrison Ford turns down. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. Yeah, because he didn't want to be casted as a black actor. He wanted to be, you know, go after roles that wasn't any race attached to it. It was just a role. Ezekiel Elliott, right? So he, he he's over here like, listen, Kellen Moore, when no one wants me, I'm going to go over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is a, this a great point. He said, if Saquon and Jacob sit out, I could see one of them signing Zeke, especially for like a hella cheap, like nothing, like contract, if Zeke just wants to get there and play. You know, here's my thing. There's only been one. Like, they all hold out. But they all play, except for Lev Bell. So, it's like, it's the one case. So, I just think this is Jaws. Because you can't can't sit for an entire season anymore without that. Like, it doesn't count towards your contract year. It's like it might as well be a void year. if you. Yeah, because then you still come back and the rights are still to that team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's another thing, too. (laughs) Slavery. <laughs> yeah. So what is it? You gotta, you gotta play like seven games or like something to that nature. Seven yeah, it was not, and that and that that was even back in 2018. You know, and yeah. I know they revamped it. I, I bet you they don't even let. I mean, there's it's got to be more. It's got to be more asshole type. You know what I mean? And Tino said Zeke needs to retire. His right leg is fucked. I mean, once you get to a certain point like this, I, I mean. We've we've seen him run behind a bad line, and it's Come not on. good. Like it's like the height with that with, with the stone cold uh, uh, knee braces. Come on. <laughs> and Dennis said, "Cook and stay the fuck away from New England." I just paid a king's ransom for Stevenson. He's not gonna go because New England's not gonna pay him. Oh like, yeah, I, where'd this go down at? Oh, with, with me, remember? Huh? With me, I can't. This is a while ago. Now this is like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay, I bought Stevenson too. I was gonna say me too. I agree. I don't want them to go there. I just paid a fifteen case ransom for Stevenson as well. (laughs) It was both of you guys that I traded him because I knew I was buying a rental. Nobody had more Stevenson than me in like any of these dynasties because I was getting him everywhere when he was a rookie. And uh, yeah, I don't think he. It's crazy. Like he might go back. Well, I mean, what do you think about him going back to the Vikings? Like, you know, the, I wouldn't like it, but I feel Boring. like <laughs> because he wants a bag and no one's giving it to him. And like, and he'll go back and he'll be, and I think they'll go back and have a respectable timeshare. Like where Madison is actually like, a, you know what I mean? Like they're both viable guys. They're real one, two, punch. Well, because he's getting, he's getting paid like, like a timeshare guy as well. Yeah. And like I just I just don't want him to ruin Stevenson. Pretty much anywhere he goes besides um the Dolphins. Miami. 
I mean, even then, he's going to ruin all my Jeff Wilson and that Raheem Mostert best ball, <laughs> like guys that I got all hella late. <laughs> you know what's cool about them, though, is that – Watch her. Well, I just, I just took care of it. Uh, I put a Band-Aid on the thing. Oh, not Band-Aid. I mean, I put a little thing over it, a little napkin thing. One thing that I do like that I'm hearing about from, from the Patriots – organization is how much they're stroking off and a lot of it is bill o'brien the way that they're going to be doing things this year i mean hunter henry wasn't bad over the last yeah, flight well, it's going to get caught in the trap he's just one of those guys who's not like a top five tight end so he just gets lumped in with the guys who are like number six to 25 and any of those guys could be a top 12 guy on a week-to-week basis i don't know if i'm going after him much but especially in best ball, I'm intrigued because he's like free. Um, who's talking about uh, the Hunter Miami Henry. backfield, right? Hunter Henry. With the oh, Patriots. Hunter Henry. Yeah, even Kasicki's interesting just because like Henry, like out of the two, will block. He blocks better. You know what I'm saying? So like, it would suck if like you know what I mean if it went the other way. And then he's I remember bad. we were saying the same thing about John New and Henry, and kind of just everyone was like, "Oh, John New." Yeah, but John was hurt, though. That's the thing. John was hurt like most of the time. Like it was like, and and I and I think I'm, my 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 dumbass was leaning more on the John also because he had the bigger back. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was and, and he, seemed like he was going to be more of the pass catching guy, and Henry yeah. was going to be more of like the the run or just blocking guy in general. <laughs> and Dennis said, I'd rather see Hunt come to Minnesota and double team with Madison. Well, it's kind of like what I was saying about Lance on why the 49ers should trade him away. It's really just like mentally, you know, like, I mean, it's more mentality than anything. Like, why don't the Cowboys want Zeke? Because Zeke's mentality is I'm the man here. I'm the number one running back. This is my backfield. It ain't the case anymore. Same with Cook. If you bring him back, it's like he's going to still have that same mentality. And if you're not in the role that you're accustomed to when you're getting paid the big dough. Can you even change your mentality to give 100% when you feel like you're being like, I don't know, what's the word? We're just treated uh, like you weren't treated before. Huh? Underappreciated? Yeah, that's good. That's a good way to put it, for sure. Uh, when you start acting, but see, here's my thing. is like, stop acting like a bitch. Be, you know, now it's time to be about the team. because, But I don't blame someone like Zeke. He was the team. And when they saw that Dak is actually the guy, because, you know, I don't think they were sure about Dak all those years. And then when Dak started to shred hella crazy because he had to, like, start putting the team on his back, and then they're like – and then, like, they almost were guilted into pay- paying him because he was playing under the franchise tag and gets hurt, and they're like, you know what? We'll give you an extension. You know what I mean? Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they run their organization so stupid because it's like probably supposed to run really smooth. Stephen Jones has a team. They they do they do what they're supposed to do. They do diligence, and here comes Uncle Jay. You know what? Let's pay him now. Well, wait a second. Hold on, Dad. He's coming up injury. You know what? We'll rebuild him bigger, better, stronger. I got the best doctors. America's doctors. Because this is America's team. Okay, right. Stephen. <laughs> The Patriot. This is coming out of nowhere. But uh, Tyquan Thornton could begin the season on the um, on the active uh, PUP, um, saying that he's managing an undisclosed soft tissue injury. I mean, I don't have 
Tyquan Thornton in any other capacity than random like best ball leagues. But just for for anybody who's uh, thinking that he might be a thing, man, he's hurt dealing with that shit right now. Let's see. All right. And who else we got? Oh, I'll wait for Bogey to come back, talk about the Blake Martinez. Oh, oh he's back. Yeah, my bad. I had a phone call. Uh, <laughs> and it's a goddamn police, you know, the, the, the uh, San Jose uh, police monitor, the donations. Are big. Get off my phone. Anyways, Tyquan Thornton, you know, he was what? The fastest receiver? Yeah. Four times fast. Last year? Yeah. Yeah, and then it's like some kind of mystery soft tissue injury. You don't want to hear that when, like, you need his speed. And usually soft tissue means, like, hamstring or calf or, you know what I mean? That's, you know, yeah. and that's fucking with speed. And, uh, yeah, that sucks. So Or even groin, even groin, too, and all that, all those soft, whatever, those, those are usually what soft tissue is. And if he can't have a speed, this guy might not even make the team, you know what I mean? So this is super cool. So Blake Martinez, I love his story more and more. Because a guy like Blake Martinez, he might be able to go get some job with CBS or Fox, you know, or something like that. Like he played Maybe not. I mean, look at the guys that they're getting. I, I think you know, with Green Bay, I think he'd be able to do, like, the Fox Green Bay stuff because that's yeah. the team that drafted him. Or maybe, like, the, the New York Giants. You yeah. Know, halftime. The color before. commentary guys for, like, there a There you game. go, yeah. They're usually ex-players. They're not that good. They're not that good. So, no. I mean. He could – that's all I'm saying. Like, he could potentially get into, like, a position like that. But instead of going for something like that, he takes all of his old Pokemon cards. And I think within, like, six months, he made $6 million. Now it's been almost a year. He's made $11.5 million, and he's employed 22 people now on his Pokemon card-breaking business. Like, that's the kind of shit that I want to see from people. You know, like he's making a bunch of money and he's working for himself, doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, I'm assuming. And he's employing almost two dozen people. That's fucking awesome. I mean, it is pretty cool, too, because he actually did make a decent m- amount of money in the NFL. Like his guaranteed money on his tr- his, his last bag with, with the Giants was, was pretty decent. I think he made like 15, 17 million, something like that. For sure. So he got a bag, but you know that it's like it is crazy. Like I mean, I don't think before this he's not like this. This kind of led to like this could be his business that like you know what I mean that that he, he had six million dollars in like six months or some shit like that. Yeah, like, shit, bro. And now he has a whole team of these motherfuckers. Like work. Pun intended. They gotta catch them all now. Like, <laughs> yeah. They got like a twenty. He has a team of twenty motherfuckers, and they're just some of the best, of the best, of the best, sir. With honors, is out here looking for all these goddamn Pokemon cards because that's the bottom line. Because Blake Martinez said so. Apparently, sounds like yeah. That's just a dope ass story, you know. Like, I mean, a lot of people could go get jobs and get employed and do things, you know, for themselves. But guess what? When Blake Martinez passes away, whenever that is, when anybody in this world passes yeah, away, him, no, you don't get <laughs> I know, just like, you don't pass a job on to your kids. You don't pass, you know, anything like that on to your kids. But you pass what the if mission. He passes the mission on. Gotta catch them all, son. That's what he tells them on his deathbed. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. And who knows? Maybe Pokemon does go through like a phase where it goes like down in uh, in popularity. But the thing that's crazy now is 
he's like older 20s maybe he's crossed young 30s there's people like that who are into it there's little kids that are into it all these people like in between and like it's like probably the most popular that it's ever been oh oh brilliant idea it's really stupid (laughs) okay i like like if you have like doubles of like these most ass expensive ass joints just go on live and destroy one of them you know what i mean the value goes up in the other ones. You see about that guy who uh, he burned a Michael Jordan? No, he burned a Michael Jordan rookie card, and it was like, I don't know, like $80,000, $75,000 card or whatever. And he was like, look, this don't mean shit. <laughs> he was like, this is what the card industry is turning into. Uh, but, of course, he I mean, it went viral, and it made his versions of that card more popular because now there's one less. Out there in yeah. uh, circulation. See, he had it right, bro. <laughs> I hate it when I come up with, when I think I think I'm coming up with ideas, but I'm just I'm just pulling it from the source field. This is funny. Tino, Tino said, "Pokemon business makes us proud." No, uh, anybody who starts a business like this, like within a year, like yeah, I, that's I, a pretty I, eleven million, bro. What? <laughs> and you employ twenty two people. You employ twenty two people. Like, I mean, look at, like, the difference from him to Pat McAfee, for example, because I'm going to keep talking shit about Pat McAfee, because he was running his own brand, he's getting his own sponsors, one of the highest paid shows, like, that's out there, that's not, like, affiliated with any kind of corporate, like, entity, and, like, at least besides the sponsors, like, he You mean he sold his show to ESPN, and now he's an employee, like, I mean, no matter what. Like I mean, Dana White did. Dana White did the same thing. Oh, <laughs> you, know yeah. I mean? you know, say he's still run, he's still the president of operations, still runs the shit. But he's like, you know what? I'll sell it for some billions instead of being well, instead yeah. of instead of being like my net worth is a couple billion. Now he actually has a couple bees in the in, in the thing. You know what I mean? And Tino, don't get me started with Eric Berry, man. Eric Berry is one of the dopest fucking stories like ever. Yeah, very strong. Hashtag very strong. I remember that shit. He was really dope too. For, uh, for, uh, for uh, I'm sure for IDP because <laughs> that was before he he was already like on his way out and battling the cancer uh, or was it lymphoma? I forget what he. Some Hold on, Tino. He said it, it doesn't impress me when you make money. It impresses me when you do good for people. He's employing 22 people to work <laughs> for a Pokemon card company. That sounds like it would be in a fucking amazing job <laughs> compared to whatever else. They could be doing, but no, I've never heard about Eric Berry building a hundred parks for children. Like I, I mean, that's fucking awesome. I've never, never heard that. Yeah, very strong. Like that won't get you know put that that that's not a big enough story to like you know make the news with us, but it should be. It should be. <laughs> um, Blake Martinez, if you're out there watching. You can hire us, bruh. <laughs> you feel me? Tino, okay. We got to remember how rich people do things, okay? This is a tax write-off. He's not making any money, you know, but we do got to remember that when you do things like that, it's tax write-off. <laughs> Why do you think every time you go to Vons or Safeway, they're asking you if you want to donate a dollar to whatever cause? So they could take your money and donate it on your behalf and get a big-ass fucking chunk of change, you know, taken yeah. off of the tax. That's true. That's why, I mean. But that's fucking awesome about Eric Berry either way. That's fucking dope. Even the motherfucker that called me right now. 
the the, the you know the, the those police they call trying to it's for, for the police uh the police fund or whatever if you want to donate like no 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 because I already read into those two I, first of all I'd never donate you then but then and I found well, out, those scams actually they go to the police officers and all that I worked I worked, shit. I worked like one of my jobs when I was eighteen I worked for uh, a shitty call center and mm-hmm. it was like a fake a bogus fucking like police yeah. like charity. I found that out later, you know, like I only worked there for a couple weeks. That you know what? How come no one calls and they're like, fellatios, 15 bucks? And then, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, where? You know what I mean? Motherfuckers, you know, you are, it was the police department. You want to donate to the police fund? Click. Tino, this is not true. Tax write off is only for your state, not other states you don't live in. That's not true. Federal taxes, man. Federal taxes along with state taxes. Let's see. Yeah, and you've you've been hearing all this shit in California. How? Um, let's see, what is it? Um, it's really it's really to get the hands out of like like okay these petty ass crimes where people have to go into jail for three days so they can yeah, go yeah, yeah. So, touch just so they can get released. Yeah, like um, uh, uh, Grant, there larceny. What, what are the rankings? Petty, petty theft. Petty theft. So it's uh, and now they bumped up petty theft. How much is the budget now for petty theft? A thousand. It used to be a thousand. Okay, so if you go, I'm still on nine hundred dollars worth of shit. If you go into a store and you take something off the rack in California, because this isn't anywhere else, so there's only California where these rules pass, at least as far as I know. And you grab something and you walk out the door. No one is supposed to confront you. Who's an actual? like employee of that store. It's illegal. Like they could lose their job for trying to stop you now. I told you that my and cousin like, at work, my cousin, at, um, <laughs> she's, she's a big wig in, a, in, in a, what is it called? Retail. She, she runs the Saint Laurent and they went in there, did smash and grab the dude and pushed her straight to the ground and she busted her knee, tore her shit, tore AC, all the shit. You know, tax write-offs cannot be for state tax only. What about the places that don't even have a state tax? That means they can't get any write-offs? Like, no, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Derek said, they keep calling me too, Bogey, as we speak. The police donation. Yeah, like, I, yeah. Fucking annoying. <laughs> and, you know, motherfucker, uh, you. The, the crazy thing about all these laws that got put into place is there no, there's no like pushback from any of the the cops any because a lot of this is like bullshit you know even especially in la like i bet la had a lot of you know this to do with it because like man like you're going in these overcrowded jails for like fucking two days that you got to stay there you know just to get some bullshit tax write-offs for the the city state whoever the fuck gets tax write-offs for people being in jail and yeah it's crazy though because now you can get into a squabble you can get into a fight, and if there's not someone who's like completely fucked up to where they got to go to the hospital, they're just letting people go. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh, even in Seattle, it's a law that goes all the way back to the old west, and it's the, it's like it's, it's so like, gangster. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the like the terms of agreement, like like laws and like. Pretty like, much, you can challenge someone to a duel, and if you find a cop over there, they'll witness the duel. Yeah, you say, "Hey, me and you, score star. Yeah, we're in the bar. Right Hold on, we got to do this right. Hey, <laughs> hey, copper, come here. You, 
You were going to witness this. Me and this guy. This we agreed. Mono e mono. Mono e mono. And man, let them duke it out. Because <laughs> you know what? If you could legally go up and punch someone in the face, people are just going to act differently. No. It has to be agreed upon. <laughs> in Seattle, apparently. Or the city, the state of Washington. Well, I, well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. In the state of California. Now. And like, I had to ask Clock. I was like, Clock, is this real? <laughs> okay. I said, you ever done that? Nah, we just, we just whoop people up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> We're not trying to do it the one million percent legit way. We're just trying to clock some fools. We're going to do this the right way. Hey, hey, you Kumania in the house. What up, bro? What up, you cool? All right, let's see. Is there any other news before we get out of here? Um. Oh, okay. So, one more piece about some Browns. Taki Taki, one of our waiver wire, like, crazy ads of last year. <coughs> he said he's ready to make a comeback in 2023. This is going to be his fifth year in the what NFL. Is it, is it a torn joint? What is he coming <laughs> off of? Because they all had bad injuries last year, all three of them. I swear it was an ACL. Yeah, it was like him. Like, first it was like, didn't Walker have ACL? Then he had ACL. Or I don't know if Walker – Walker had some kind of season-ending joint. Then, then Jacob Phillips comes in and balls. And then he torn, a, torn ACL week 13 of last season. Yeah, then Jacobs comes in there. Oh, no, Jacob Phillips had his run before him. Yeah, yeah, Taki Taki was like the third one that came. Yeah, he was he was the bringing in the rear, <laughs> bringing up the rear because it didn't matter who it was, they were still putting dub up. Yeah, and in our format, he needs to come back healthy. I mean, it's his fifth year. I mean, this is kind of like make or break for a guy like him. I mean, your third string on the depth chart going into your fifth year, and you need all those injuries, but you do come through like crazy, you know, when you hit the field. So I'm curious to see if he comes back or if he's a guy. Who actually like just starts on the pup? I mean, week thirteen ACL like it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I don't know. I, and then you have like the sophomore Tony Fields. Like maybe he gets more in the mix. Like it's it's gonna be interesting. Also, it's a new system over there under Jim. Walker Hill. is really good too. Like that's another it's really thing. fucking good. It's really good. Hell yeah! I'm just saying like like um, <laughs> it's also a new it's also a new defense though. That's that's one thing I want to point out. So it's gonna be like you know who who fits well. In this joint, you know what I mean. Also, just who's healthy, right? You know what I mean. Yeah, and it has nobody, so they're gonna. Do, that's why they're dealing with everybody they got in house right now. You know what I mean, especially like Cleveland, you know, like a team that like I don't know. They've always had like shitty run defense, right? And like a, this, there's just this mentality still that you're gonna run it up on Cleveland, especially like the cold weather that happens there when you start getting to November, yep. December. It takes a toll on these linebackers. Oh. Uh, yeah, hell yeah, and especially like um, being the Cleveland that that that's the that's the place where it's like those those like those October games. Like sometimes you can't even throw the ball at all because of the weather, because of the wind. So it's just all super pounding the rock and like yeah, they get beat up. That's why all the motherfuckers getting hurt. Hell yeah, <laughs> it happened to them for sure. Hell yeah. All right. Um, what was that motherfucker? Uh, Jim Schwartz, though. Like, oh, actually, okay, I can remember they were kind of decent against the run with Greg Williams. 
like because remember when Greg that was one of Greg Williams' first gigs after like the Bounty Gate shit, right? But then it, the the thing that sucked is that like <laughs> offense was so bad that like you know that defense was just always on the field, so it's like they would they would hold the run, but you could do everything else against them, and it would just be bad, and just be, and then teams would just run. And just like go for you know, just plot against them. You know what I mean? Two yard at a time. You, just, you know what I mean? Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. I mean, then, then, then those two yards turn like four yards at a gashing. Now these guys just they don't give a fuck. It must suck. Like I used to watch Joe Tom, Joe, Joe Thomas. That remember him? Uh-huh. Left, left tackle. Yeah. And uh, he was like one, he was of the best. <laughs> one of the best. Yeah, one of the best ever. And it's like it, I, I just mean like yeah, like he act like this team's not bad. It's crazy. Because everybody else, the, the the morale, you can see it on her face. You know what I mean? Well, because he was doing everything just so good. <laughs> yeah. um, like, it, it definitely wasn't his group, his player group of guys, you know, on the team yeah. that was doing bad. Yeah, I remember, like, taking chances on hella running backs that were coming out of Cleveland just because that line was good. But it's like, but like I said, their the offense would be so bad that they, they, they would abandon the run. But then it was like, then, then, then there was Duke Johnson. It's like, oh, they use him and all, they use him everywhere. And he has some little moments. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, guys like Trent Richardson, man, so highly touted. <laughs> Did solid in his rookie year, but, man, I mean. <laughs> Nick Chubb, like, he's legit. One of the best, like, running backs we've seen there since Jim Brown. And we didn't even see him. We just know the, the well, old. It looks like Pat Shermer I mean, with, with Kyle Shanahan on the staff, I think, when, when that, those, that, that crazy Richardson year. <sighs> Then they didn't. It was that same staff that fucking they traded him. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he fucking sucked in the next yeah. year after that, and like, yeah, like how stupid are the Colts to like give up a first rounder like for but him? They, but they had zero running back. They were going with like Boom Boom Harry. <laughs> Do you remember him? No. Like, like 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 Bradshaw was there, like from from the yeah. Giants, and then he yeah. got hurt, and then like yeah. they had like Boom Herring. They're like, no, we're gonna go trade for Trent Richardson, and then like he had. That's what I would call Trent Richardson itis, where you just, no matter what, you hand him the ball, and he just runs straight into the ass of a lineman. Yeah, yeah, mostly the center. <laughs> yeah, that was Trent Richardson itis. It's crazy too, though, because we see it in uh, we we see it happening in our fantasy leagues and all that, and people are always wondering, like, man, why the fuck did this person like pay so much for this? But if you're desperate, if you have like a really big hole to fill, oh, I'll be back. I think we're about done, anyways. We're okay. Gonna okay. I, can hear the, I can hear them all screaming. Like, what's going on? Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna shut this down, anyways. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh. Oh, that's you what stop. <laughs> that's what stop. People overpay when you get desperate. You got holes to fill, and like, if you can't get it anywhere else, sometimes you gotta overpay. Yeah, like I'll overpay for a Devontae Adams if I needed a stronger flex. Fuck yeah, felt felt good about it. You know what I mean? Like, every I always feel like everything's a case by case. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, need more context, but like, you know, when people ask us in a vacuum, it, 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 that's even fun too, because I like shitting on people. Like, whether oh, why would the fuck would you do that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, yeah, the context, you're like, oh, it makes total sense. <laughs> and I mean, most Peacock, people know now they'll be like, make it only what Peacock said, only 106 to Antino said, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, don't come to Vegas. You guys think that's hot? You got to add like 15 more degrees to it. It's been like 120. Like over here, like ridiculous. Like I was upstairs because I was uh, feeling sick this morning, <coughs> and uh, the AC wasn't on downstairs. And I came down; it's hot as hell, and it still hasn't cooled down. 
this entire time. And yeah, Derek said 120. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I do live in one of the cooler spots of uh, Las Vegas, but it's so damn hot that I had to buy a car cover um, just because I feel like the heat is going to like, like start fucking up things with my car. So I like literally bought a car cover, like just to, you know, with like the UV protection, like type shit, just to protect the car. <laughs> And yeah, Tino said, what the hell, 120, that's crazy. It's insane, man, because, like, if you have your, like, I almost wear, like, long socks just so, like, like even if they're black, it doesn't matter. But just so the sun won't actually, like, hit my legs or, like, arm. Because, like, if you're in the car, for example, and you're, you know, you're rolling like this, and the sun is just hitting your arm like that, like, oh, man, that shit fucking hurts. Like, just literally driving, just driving. Nah, Tino, it's dry. It's the desert, which is, I mean, a lot better for sure. Like, that's why, like, it gets to, you know, if it gets to 100 when I was in San Diego and, you know, the hella humidity, like, man, like, it's, like, muggy. You're, like, sweating like crazy. Like, here it's just so hot that you feel like you're, like, roasting, you know, just in the sun. Yeah, Derek said it's 90. I mean, I wish. I wish. Yeah, it was 90 for like the last couple months leading up to July and like it's like July, but it's crazy. It's only in Vegas. It's only 100 degrees for 100 days. And that's it. And we're we're well, we're almost maybe 20 or 30 days into that 100 days. (laughs) But like right when football season comes along, it's going to start cooling down. So that's what's awesome. All right. We're going to get up out of here. We're going to do the uh, the Fast and the Furious Fast Draft. I believe we're already filled over there. Actually, we need one more person to join the Fast and the Furious um, Fast Draft. So I'm going to hit up everyone. I'll post it on Patreon. We're going to start around 5. I don't know if we're going to be live because I don't know if I could take two or three hours worth of, uh, worth of talking. My throat's already starting to hurt a little bit. All right. Infinite set. Put him in. Let's go. Filled just like that. Oh, you are in it. Did I not send you? Did I not send you the link? I swear I uh, I swear I sent you the link and got you in there. But yeah, you're one of the people who's in there already. And Tino said, is dehydrating uh, you as you stand. That's crazy. He said, I heard uh, it snows in Vegas sometimes. Literally right where I'm at. I'm on like the southwestern edge of like the city. Like, I, you, like once you go like two blocks over, literally no more like houses or anything, big ass mountains and shit. Um, from right where I live at. And we've gotten snow last year and we got snow this year. I mean, it's only like flakes, you know, but that's how cold it is that it actually snowed here as well. (laughs) It gets down to, uh, I mean, we've had it down in the 20s, but it's crazy because like it could be like 40 degrees and I'll be rocking shorts because like just thinking about how hot it is in the summer. (laughs) I love it. And uh, Peacock said, I straight up just also bought a car cover. It's nuts that, like, it's that hot that you legit need a car cover. Because, like, I swear, I, I have to turn my car on, like, 30 minutes almost before leaving just to get the AC pumping. Um, so, yeah, that car cover should make it to where it should not get, like, that blistering, like, inside the car anymore. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you back. And Tino said, you live in the Green Valley too, bro. My lives there. <coughs> All right, not the Green Valley. I'm in uh, Mountain's Edge, if you're talking about me. So it's always 100. Oh, I am human. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll see you later for the Fast and the Furious draft. Peace out, peeps.
as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.